Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, you're listening to me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. Because it's more fun to believe. And up here we go. And they're off. And da 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 um, I'm on, I'm having like my last uh, hurrah here at home before my decalcify the pineal gland challenge. <laughs> it's a 30 day. Could you explain that to the people who don't understand what the heck you just said? Um, <laughs> yes, I will do a brief synopsis because, uh, the next 30 year bonus, I believe is going to be me launching it. Nice. On Monday. Okay. But I've got things coming in the mail. I've got supplies. Your okay. pineal gland is this tiny, like pea sized gland that rests inside like the middle of your brain. Okay. Kind of like right by the hypothalamus. Many people will tell you, uh, many people speculate that it is the seat of the soul. And that's like we're all, some people think that's like all person, like all your soul is there and like your, your consciousness. Your tiny ghost. Yeah, just your, sitting tiny, in the- your tiny little pea-sized ghost. And fluoride in the water calcifies it, um, is really bad for it. Mm-hmm. Um, processed foods, sugar, like process, like refined sugars, pizza, pizza, uh, pastas. So sad. So it's basically vegetarian, fruit, organic, right? And then um, I guess vegan too, if you can broccoli, have dairy, seaweed, kale, organic fruits, mm-hmm. um, apple cider vinegar, just by um, itself. Oh, you do a little shot of that, yeah. <laughs> There's Pete, who you know, mm-hmm. and listeners would know if, if they've listened to every... Exp- I don't expect everyone to have listened to all 300 plus. <laughs> you never know. But you never know. Um, we are currently making some fire cider here. It's fermenting here at the house. What? A couple big old jars of fire cider, which is apple cider vinegar with like garlic, turmeric, like all kinds of stuff. And there's like this ancient thing that really... Bl- if you even feel a tickle in your throat... It'll get you rid start of it? doing a shot of that in the morning, and maybe even later in the day if you're feeling crazy. <laughs> and it's like, wow, you know, it's like it a was like real, what? it's like a grenade of goodness goes off inside of your mouth, right? And like <laughs> outside your ears comes a, a plume of like, uh, you know, healthy smoke. Like, I love this visual, right? And it's like all the badness just gets right. <laughs> 
like obliterated, like a ghost in Pac-Man when you eat the pedal, pellet, and then you can just chomp them. And oh, yeah. Kind of turn. Yeah. Is that, did I get it? I am so cracked <laughs> up right now. <laughs> Did I get it? Did, did I get I, it? Did I get it? Did I get that noise right? Did I get it? Uh, I think that sounds... Uh, when is this going to be ready? Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, wait. No, I thought you meant this interview. No. It's <laughs> ready whenever we're done. You're like, when no, we stop? I think it's going to be another two weeks. Okay. Are you, And you can have that? You should that? definitely try it, though, when we're done. Oh, yeah. That's why I was like, I will... Uh, I'll drink some of that. But you can also just do shots of apple cider vinegar from Mother. The, the, you know, the stuff that's got the floaties in it. You <laughs> from, know what I'm saying? Just from like the original source. Or of mother or whatever they say on the bottle. Mm. Yeah. But it's got the floaty like antibiotic or the probiotics and stuff in there. But if you do a shot of that every day, it's also just great for everything yeah. in life. I mean, it takes a little bit of getting used to. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real peculiar taste. It's no uh, Mountain Dew. It's definitely no Mountain Dew. No, it's not. Actually, if you have, I haven't had Mountain Dew in a minute. I haven't either. And it's, uh, it is a very Mountain Dew is also a, a peculiar taste, though. After not having it, had it for a minute, but that sugar in there is so good. <laughs> I never willingly order Mountain Dew. You know, I got. I mean, I should tell. We just had pizza, mm-hmm. uh, pan pizza. <clears throat> pan. We're not monsters. No. <laughs> and, uh, I got a two liter of uh, Mountain Dew with because the, they also had a wings special. Of course. I offered Kate the gloves. She declined. <laughs> the made gl- me feel a little self conscious, so I did not use gloves. Why you do you always use gloves for pizza? <clears throat> when I'm at home, yes. I'm having MSG throat right now. <laughs> I've noticed that when I have something that's got heavy MSG, I've always got like a. <clears throat> I have to it, clear my throat. It's like much. a coating. It's like a very like kind of. Thick coating on the back of your throat. I feel like it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, you think it's Mountain Dew induced? <laughs> yes. Not it's gotta MSG. be every time I drink it. Um, okay, so well, what we, uh, what way we, we were like? That's a lot of waka, W's. Waka, waka, waka. That's a lot of W's, <laughs> and it's not real easy for me because my brain is, uh, I'm losing it. <laughs> you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Getting better with age. We were discussing. How you almost smoked DMT recently. Yes. Almost. <coughs> I mean. Me. And I was like, don't tell me. Don't wait till we're <laughs> Just hard candy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just crinkle your paper. Um, I mean, I yes, I almost did. And uh, I guess I kind of chickened out at the last second. Um, I was at a bar. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm already like kind of off board. Yeah, I'm glad that you chickened out. Here. Right. Well, like, but I was in a comfortable setting in which, like, there wasn't a lot of people, and I knew everyone I was with, including, like, the bartenders, um, and they were like, oh, well, we're going to, like, step outside, uh, and I was like, oh, cool, and he was like, I just got this, like, do you want to try it, and it was just, like, a vaporizer that had a little bit in it, and I was like, I mean, sure, like, if it's going to last, like, such a short amount of time, I was like, I got I got five minutes, like, I could I could stand outside for five minutes and, and deal with whatever this might be, um, and really, like, I just didn't know what it was going to taste like or anything like that, so as soon as, like, you would do with a normal vaporizer, as soon as I felt any kind of taste or something in my mouth, I stopped, so it didn't really, nothing really happened, I mean, like, I, I definitely felt good, I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm feeling fine but i was that could have been the beer i don't know yeah that's a um i'm kind of a you know when it comes to getting into a, a swimming pool that might be a little bit cold i'm a, I'm a guy who jumps in you jump in right? um i don't know are you i don't know if you wade in i'm a toe to, you're, to you're heel toe to, to ankle to, okay yeah, so yeah. so for me the dmt experience is like you you're in a setting where you can like really like do the dose you need to really get to the spot right 
um, as opposed to like, hey, do you just want to try it real quick? Like as for like, but some people do do that and I'm not judging them. <laughs> but like- I'm right here. Because there used to be like, they used to call them businessman lunch or something or what was it, it was like a businessman oh, that's lunch, what I, like yeah. psychedelic it's like you could go on your lunch break uh back in the day and you people and like these guys would do dmt on their like lunch break or allegedly or whatever you and hear, like their car yeah. yeah you hear ram das talk about it but um yes i've heard this but when it comes to like what i would consider to be like a deeply moving experience it, it does seem like a strange thing to kind of uh Although maybe it's the best way to just like all of a sudden be like offered DMT and be like, so then you don't have the buildup of like maybe waiting for it, anticipating, growing anxious and then chickening out or something like that. Maybe it's good to be blindsided with it to a certain degree. Right. Um, to, to have that experience because it could be pretty, it, it's very intense. I wouldn't have, if I had not been with the like group of people I was with, I would not have felt comfortable at all even saying like sure i could try it now so at least like the setting i knew that like if i had had more preparation maybe i could have done it but then i was like i gotta get up really early like i should like maybe i don't know i should maybe be able to have a whole day to either like i don't know process what has just happened so i didn't really i didn't really actually go through with it at all i was like nah well i'll just keep uh hanging out and it was fine uh but i'm looking forward to the time when i can actually sit down and decide to like have this quick well i might know a guy whomst whomst (laughs) i might know a guy who has some Mm. and shortly will also have the device in which to vaporize it Ooh, i might know a guy (laughs) hint Um, but uh it's actually not me it's not you no it isn't (laughs) <laughs> no it is no it is and, uh, okay all right um, maybe i'll do that instead of going home for christmas <laughs> instead of going on a carnival cruise yeah instead of going home for christmas maybe i'll just sit in my room alone on christmas oh wow and have santa go down my own chimney of the chimney of my mind <laughs> You know, it could either be incredibly uh, uh, moving or really, really scary. Yeah, or really scary. I'm trapped inside these bricks. <laughs> Why does Santa sound like that? Santa just trapped in the... My sack is on the Stop saying words. I need to reel it in. I'm going to reel it in. And we're going to have like a grown-up conversation. Santa's already creepy. Santa, I, I mean, seriously, he's tears up here. Okay, I don't know why Santa sounds like that. So... Hard time, Santa? Well, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes when, you know, the winter, you get frostbite on these toes. This is the Santa that's trapped inside your mind. <laughs> Cheeks are always red. Um, it's from the booze. It's from the booze nog. I am going to give myself booze nog. Booze nog. <laughs> I'm going to make some nog. I'm going to booze it up. I mean, I'm going to give myself that treat. Even... God, but I don't really want to recalcify my pineal gland after I've been decalcified. I know. You got to think. See, you're starting it at such a terrible time. Well, there's it's always a terrible time, though. No. You know what I mean? Ha, the, right before like a, a festive season of any kind is difficult. I feel like you need to go into it when you've got like a nice, solid like three months of nothing. But with the high cholesterol, doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. I mean, I can't live holiday milkshake season. I've been really just... I mean, I've been fully embracing holiday milk season. <laughs> I just combined the shake shake and, milk. Sh- and, and season Sh- holiday milkshake. Sh- I've been com- I've been fully embracing holiday milkshake season for too many years. I can, <laughs> I mean, I'm 41. 
You don't look I'm, it. I got a family to think about. You do? There's somewhere out there. There's somewhere <laughs> out there. And they're never going to love me. They're, they're not going to. I'm dead eat. from drinking too many milkshakes <laughs> with my high cholesterol. You've spent every penny on milkshakes. You haven't oh my spent God. any like, to them. How am I supposed to like not die alone? <laughs> <laughs> we all die alone, right? Well, we can die alone together. Oh, all right. That's, that sounds good. Um, you know, so anyway. Okay. Well, I'm now you got to now you got to back it up. Now, okay, so no boozy eggnog, <laughs> no booze nog. You can't no booze nog. I'm decalcifying this this bastard. I don't even know if he can do drugs then dude, for Christmas. No, I won't be. Well, DMT is not a drug. It's <laughs> a medicine. Like, uh, DMT is a medicine. That's true. Mushrooms, ayahuasca, all medicines. Marijuana medicine. I did do those. Uh, not mar- the shrooms a couple weeks ago, and that was nice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you? My own home. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just <laughs> where in, were you? <laughs> where where were you? Where were you on the night of October 9th? <laughs> was that then? Was it? Did I nail it? it? Wait, hold on. Let me look. If I nailed it. No, it had to be after be. that because it was after it was after my birthday. It was oh, like okay. the weekend after. Yeah, because your birthday is... October 12th. Uh, 12th. Nice. There you go. You had it. You knew. Um, let's, let's talk about like... Because I'm seeing you're adorned here. You've got... Um, it looks like... Let me guess. Is that... Uh, no, above it. Is regular uh, quartz? Yeah, just regular old quartz. And then below it is. I feel creepy. Like it's like. <laughs> like let me. Oh, it's taking me hold a minute to on. hold on. Wait, I don't know. I have to keep staring hold still, at you. Hold still. At the crystal by your chest. Uh, wait. Oh gosh, there's so many. It could be um, amethyst. No, it's no. not. It looks like a super seven to me, really. But it's not. It's tourmaline. Tourmaline. I know. I knew you had it. But there's like what? There's different types of tourmaline. Well, this one's black tourmaline. This is black tourmaline. This yeah. is badass. Yeah. Is this uh, one you made yourself? Um, it was one that uh, was made for me. Like oh, a gift. Yeah, it, like a it, birthday gift. It was made. No, this was um uh, a friend of mine um whose name is also Kate um made it for me just like right in front. She was like, oh my gosh. You so her name is also Kate. Her name is well, her name is oh, also also too is, as well oh, in addition to Kate. I'm like so I'm so dumb. You, I was like also Kate. Is it like <laughs> she Australian and like something also else? Okay, okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay, I would literally did not understand what you had said there. That's all right. So we're right your there. friend Kate. She made it. Is she Derby gal? No, she's not. She's a um, she's a wonderful performer and uh, incredible. I don't know, like immersive actress. I'm gonna have to tell her to listen to this now. Immersive actress. I, this is fascinating to me. Like this is someone who like goes all in and becomes the thing. Um, she. Um, I met her uh, while she was doing like an immersive theater piece. So it was just you and her in like one room. Um, and like wait, she, so it's like a one-on-one theater. Piece? Yes. This is intense. It was awesome. It was, I was like, uh, it was crazy. I, a lot of, some people like cried when they came out of it. It was kind of like spooky and eerie and it really made you think. I have to go see this. I have to do this. Yeah, you do. Uh, it's really good. It's um, it, like you're kind of like in someone else's like skin is what it is. Oh and my so, God, like, I must do this yeah. now. And uh, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, and she is uh very talented and so like yeah she and i don't know she's very talented uh actress she's a a very i would say probably very powerful witch but uh that's why i was like yeah i'll thank you for she also she also is a witch yeah oh yeah Mm, she's a really good one she's yeah she's 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 very she's i'm gonna have to be like all right kate i uh talked a lot about you on this thing and you need to go listen to her i'm just gonna go on the record and say anybody who's really good at anything is a witch 
That's no, true. That's not. I. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a warlock. Like, <laughs> Michael Jordan is listening, going, "I'm not a witch, and I'm like the greatest basketball player." <laughs> Michael MJ, if you're listening, sorry about that. I know, but hey, hit me up if you are AMJ. If you are me and paranormal at gmail.com, <laughs> let me know uh, that the uh, the legendary Michael Jordan is in fact a witch. Uh, so okay, so she's a. So she's an immersive actor. This is very fascinating. I can't wait to like dive into this and look into it. Totally. And, study it. and then uh, she handcrafted that for you. It looks like it's got like um, silver. It's um, it's uh, or it's like the little thing. It's actually uh, from like a champagne bottle. Is all it is. And then oh she, like, hell put yeah. It around. Okay. And then she dyed like the string on it, and then I can she like dig measured it. it, and then. I was like, cool. I can dig that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because like you're rocked up nowadays. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you are so rocked up nowadays. <laughs> like you've got, looks like a mood ring, uh, pointer finger, right, left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let me see, uh, left hand. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Ooh, that is, uh, that's a stone that is, oh, schnip. It's like light blue and it's also like glowing. Opal. Opal. Okay, yeah. Opal. Uh, and then, oh man, on the ring finger of the right hand. It's a Mexican opal. A Mexican opal. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you are, what do you got in your pockets? In my pockets? I'm sure you got more stones somewhere. Oh, I got, right? you I got, got a satchel. I got a, I got a, I got a fanny pack. Because this actually leads into what I wanted to discuss with yes. you today. Yes. I didn't tell you the topic in advance because I wanted to, you know, surprise you. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk because people will recognize you if they listen to this program from multiple episodes, yes. experiences, the open mind lines and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about your journey into uh, becoming uh, more, I guess, more immersed in this. Well, and all this stuff because it seems like that's happened, right? Yes, Is that, that's a oh okay. yeah, yeah. It's a fair estimate on my a part. A very fair guess. Oh, we've got all kinds of really cool stones here, and it's like. You cannot see them as, oh my God, what is that one next to the black? What is that? Uh, Botswana agate? agate? I always say agate because I think agate. Agate, yeah. Agate. Tecate. I think people people say agate. I always say agate in my mind. Cause it's just, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always like, uh, it agate. just sounds better. <laughs> wow, Botswana agate. agate. That is radical. Yeah, it looks like a little UFO. It really looks, yeah, you're right. It looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like we've got um, ten stones on the table. Um, did they have significant meaning to you each each one? Oh uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, uh, uh, some of these uh, were given to me, and then some of these I like actually took like out of a river. Um, so that's kind of nice. Oh, which ones are the river stones? Um, these are the river stones. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Th- these were given to me and also taken out of like the same river. Okay, so these are the uh, stones. These are free range stones, as I call free them. Free range. I call them free range. Um, no antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, no. Grass no MSG. <laughs> grass fed stones. Um, okay, those are real cool, and they seem to all be like quartz derivatives if, mm-hmm. uh, of some kind. Citrine and um, yeah, like the something. citrine in the quartz family. It's got to be right. Yeah, it's okay. v- it's got to be very close. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about. Gosh, when was how long have I been doing this thing? How long was it ago that how long was it ago that we met? Um, I okay, this is gonna be creepy if I can actually remember this to the day. I believe it was March tenth of two thousand sixteen. So it was oh, so not that far. It was a year and a half. ago. So it hasn't even been two years. No. Oh wow. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, seems much longer. <laughs> seems much wearing wearing me down, Ryan. Yeah. Seems much longer. <laughs> no, so it was it was such a short time ago, and I feel like that's that might be like a very LA thing, where I think that for some reason there's just such an abundance of of this kind of stuff more so than any other place that I'm like, how can you not get into it? I guess in the way it's, of it's really exploded. Yeah, it, it, for truly, I there are now like three different witch based themed comedy shows here in LA or like I've seen a couple yeah and it's um I remember it was a while ago and we're kicking ourselves did you should have done it well you know Kat Yeary mm, you know Kat I don't yeah. know if you know Kat and Andy Sell do you know Andy I think so well like two and a half years ago I was like dude we gotta do this show called Oops okay um, the occult of personality show Oh. It'd be a comedy show that was like which which themed right each mm-hmm. each we do it on every new moon was our plan nice and we went and looked at a couple different venues and I thought we kind of had one of them locked in but I was just always out of town too much ah okay and then um, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then flash forward, like, you know, two plus years later and now the witch shows are everywhere and it's just like oh damn it it's like we were in on the ground floor you know but that's like i'm not saying i had the idea first because of course ideas always ruminate for a long time before they're enacted usually so these other people um who and they're friends of mine yeah they, pro- they also probably had the idea you know three years ago as well because they've quite frankly to be honest they've probably been you know witches for a long time yeah and you know i wouldn't classify myself as a witch why not? I I just don't think I do it like the way you have to do it to be like legit, like a legit witch. You know, you don't like take the time to like, I don't know, do the practices or like, is it because you don't feel like you're like casting? No, I just or? light a candle and I jerk off. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Um, hey, that's, no, not, that's not far off. So. That's not far off. <laughs> no. Like, no, I just don't. Um, for me to like, I don't know. It, it just stems from, I think I have extreme personality disorder. Okay. Is what I've diagnosed it. All me right. and like my brother and I think maybe one or two other people in my family. I've just, this is just what I got. Like when we latch into something, it's just, that's that thing. And it's just full tilt on that thing, whatever it is. Right. Right. So that's the way I am with comedy. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, at all costs, mm-hmm. you know, just fit it to the finish like line. Like this career and like entertainment and art is like, it's just, if it kills me, that's fine. Right? Yeah, you're satisfied. So I think for me, being a witch, so when I think of like, oh, are, am I a thing? Mm-hmm. And I don't use the system to measure other people. Right. Because it's just not fair. No. Um, but so for me to be a witch, I would have to be doing it every day. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Hmm. I feel like I really had command of over the nomenclature and like the literature and well, I don't even know what nomenclature is, but I said it because it sounded fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'd have to have real command over the elements of it all. Okay. And feel like I was really in tune with it. Like with comedy, I feel like I'm in tune with this. I know like I know what I'm doing to a certain degree. I have a pretty good understanding of the history. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I value the history very much. Yeah. And think it's one of the most important things mm-hmm. about it. So when it comes to witchcraft, I think I'm also got I have a general understanding of the past. Right. And you know, and a respect also mm-hmm. is a big part, but I mean, if I were to be honest, I mean, I go in and out of it, you know? So, like, I'll have, like, a couple months where I don't even think about it, really. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way, like, in my room, at my altar. Right. It doesn't even phase me. I just see, like, oh, that's where I put my keys for the last two weeks. Or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But then I'll have, like, a week and a half, two weeks where I'm just like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh, boy, I've got this in my calendar marked off. Right? And then I'll see some books, and I'll be like, i got to order all these books off Thrip thriftbooks.com thriftbooks.com the best place to buy books no no, I'm just kidding I was like can you get that (laughs) there is a great website thriftbooks.com where you can get buy used books but um, so yeah that's a very long answer for I just don't do it enough to feel like I could call myself um, a practitioner you're just not there with any like without being like without feeling fraudulent right I wouldn't go around being like oh I'm totally a witch like, because I would feel like I'd feel like a fraud if I said that. I feel like there's a, a threshold you have to cross, and I think very few people have either. Like, like you said, like the feeling, like of like being like I'm gonna make this my like daily intake of you know something I care about. So I think like you have to give yourself a break in knowing that maybe you don't have time. Like some things do have to take place. Like people, some people can be at church all day long, every day, all day. And a lot of people are like, I got stuff to do, you know, like I got to be outside of that. So I think it's the same kind of way where you can, enjoy it and feel a connection to it without necessarily being like, I am in tune with this a hundred percent and just come to it when you need it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely still into it. Right. Um, and the ideas, you know, especially chaos magic, but I, you know, it, it, but it's one of those things where when I first started getting into it and first discovering it and reading it and, um, trying to do it, Mm -hmm. I was like, this thing's going to latch me. It's going to get it. It's going to get me. It's gonna- and then it got me for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I had to burn a sigil at a truck stop in like New Mexico. And all of a sudden this fucking dude showed up in the middle of the darkness. I oh. think I've told this story before. But, that sounds um, scary. Um, there was like, I can, I can talk about it here because we're all in a, we're in a safe space here. Mm-hmm. But there are a few people here that like in town that I had, um, we, we were calling it like a comedy coven. Okay. Right, and we would get together mm-hmm. and do coven stuff, right? right? And so when this candle, this ceremonial candle, this black candle, burned all the way down, that's when we were supposed to destroy our sigils wherever we were. Oh, and so the person's house who we did this at contacted us when, uh, like, in a big group text. Okay, for um, for when it, when the candle went down. Or was done. Uh huh. And I happened to be driving on the freeway in the middle of the night. Oh, great. So I pulled over into a rest stop in New Mexico. Nice. And it was very late. And I was a smoker at the time, I believe. So I had a lighter. But the sigil was in my pocket. 
I had it with me at all times, everywhere I went, because I never knew I was going to get the message. Uh, for like, I'm not sure how long, a week or so at least. And uh, so I pulled off immediately as soon as I got that text. Mm-hmm. And I lit it on fire. I was the only one at this rest area. Oh, it's boy. Like two in the morning. Okay. And I light it on fire and like put it on the ground, on the cement in a parking spot at this rest stop. And all of a sudden, my door's open. I'm just kind of sitting in my passenger or my driver's seat. And all of a sudden, there's a dude standing there. What? And he's wearing like a reflector vest. And like about 10 feet away from me, just goes, hey. And I'm just like, huh? so, so I put my foot over the sigil real quick. Uh-huh. That was on fire on the ground. Okay. And I was like, hey. Hey. And I was really startled. Yeah, know? of course. Because I'm like doing some magic shit. And I'm dude busy. appears in the <laughs> middle of the darkness out of nowhere. Even without the magic. You're at right? a rest yeah, stop yeah, in exactly. New Mexico. And so I'm like really startled. I'm like, hey. And he goes, got a light? Oh, and I God. go, yeah. Clearly, I had a light. I was just lit something on fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so no. I, uh, I think I gave, uh, I let him borrow my lighter, and he lit a cigarette, gave okay. me the lighter back. And then I said something very awkwardly, like small talkish. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And then uh, I put my lighter back in the car, and then he was just gone. He just wasn't there anymore. Okay. And it sounds like really spooky, but it was so, I mean, you know how it is out there. I mean, if anybody who's ever driven through Arizona or New Mexico or Texas at night, mm-hmm. there's just no light out there. It's like pitch black. Right. And so if someone gets 15 feet away from you, they're, they're gone. Right. Yeah, they're, they're right gone. There. Oh, but they're also, you can't see, they're gone. They're just, they just disappeared, right? Ugh. So I don't think, I mean, he had a, like a reflector vest on, like he worked there, if I remember correctly. Um or maybe I told myself that in my mind just so I wasn't so... Sp- and it wasn't until later I'm telling that story where someone told me like, don't you think it's weird that you're doing this like magic stuff and all of a sudden this dude shows up in the middle of nowhere and there's no other cars at the whole rest stop. You're the only person there. You're burning a sigil and all of a sudden a dude shows up, asks you for a light. You give it to him so your sigil cannot finish burning. So then I put it, I picked it up, put it back in my pocket after this dude disappeared. I got the fuck out of that. Hell yeah. As quickly as I could. And then a couple hours later, the sun was just coming up and I was in Texas and I burned the rest of it in a rest stop in Texas in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. But um, that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me during like a, a thing I was doing magic wise. Uh, you're like, that's enough magic for today. <laughs> I cannot. Because uh, we had talked about briefly, we were discussing uh, sex magic before. Mm-hmm. And I have never done any of that. I mean, I guess other than solo stuff. I have done solo stuff. Well, yeah. But um, someone else was asking me about that as well. But I guess you were, what were you telling? Because I was like, there's like, there's like, it can be very intricate apparently. Yeah. Well, like the great right of like where you, uh, I guess I, I read about it in a book. So this is not me being like, oh, I know some stuff. It's like I literally just read about it. Um, uh, Apparently, like, and forgive me for anybody who knows much more about this than I do if I misspeak on this. Um, But from my understanding, the great right is like you, you cast your circle. And then, I mean, the you can do, I think, other things around it and like which type of candles you're burning and like incense or herbs or anything that you want within that uh, but then yeah you just have sex and then you close your is circle there, okay is there a specific 
time i feel or... like there's a time it's got to be like i feel like you know it's closer to like midnight on like you know like a new moon or a full moon like something that of like significance that has something to Does do it, with it and this is going to sound like i don't want this to sound childish but it's just okay. i'm just curious maybe you don't know the answer but like are we talking like does it are there stipulations here can like does it have to be like unprotected sex or? i think i don't like i think that i i think that the 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 book that I was reading, I can't remember the title of it, but the book that I was reading is like very much written from the perspective of someone who's very open ended to being like, there are things that are like old school rules within it, but there's a lot of fluctuation nowadays because it's not those times anymore and we should develop with the time. So they're like, I'm not going to speak for you on how you want to go about okay, doing this. So like maybe there is like a rule specifically. And again, if someone knows better than me, I'm sure they can condoms speak. invented. Uh, yeah, weren't they like? Yeah. Was it the late 1800s? Yeah, it was a while back. Like sheepskin or something? Yeah, like a little, just a little weird tube of something. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure. Although people will be looking back on us and be like, can you believe they were what they were using? <laughs> can you believe how they tried to have sex? Can I you can... believe they couldn't just use their mind? Yeah. Like everyone's just like, like <laughs> sitting in a Starbucks. <laughs> because when I'm thinking of this circle, casting the circle and stuff, are, are we talking about actually. Like, um, like drawing a circle on the floor or just like kind of creating one, you know, like in a, a ceremonial way. Well, yeah. Like when you, it's like when you open, when you open it up, like at any time to like do spell casting, like within like that specific, like, you know, like Wiccan tradition or something like that. Like if you're trying to follow the rules, then like you would like cast your circle and like open like, you know, your corners and stuff like that for any spell. Um, okay. So it, like it. it would be like that where you both open that, do, do your thing and then close it. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. So it is interesting to me. Like I used to think it was really funny about um, like some of this like really dark stuff or mm-hmm. like you know you see it in movies and whether or not it's ever anywhere close to the truth i mean i have heard some stories that are allegedly true that are some real creepy some really creepy stuff um but it's not to do with this what we're right. talking about no um the creepy stuff is really like the um like the satanic worship and things like that uh, more so than or like devil worship, I should say. Yeah, because satanic is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So devil worship, I, I meant to say. But, uh, oh. But like, it seems, I mean, because there is, I, I get it. I understand like the vibe too of right. like these intense moments mm-hmm. um, and like the concentration of energy. Yeah. And then if you can share that. I'm guessing that uh, the woman has to, if it's a man and a woman, let's say, because it can be man, man, woman, woman, whatever. Yeah, anybody. Um, I'm guessing there has to be orgasm by both people, though, for this to work, right? Yes, as there should be anyway. As, yeah. <laughs> Not just in magic. Yeah, just at all times. Just go ahead and make it even, guys. I mean, I'll tell you what. You know, t- feminism nowadays, <laughs> women wanting orgasms. How dare they? Causing global warming because they ain't holding in their farts no more. <laughs> Someone really truly believes that an orgasm is like a lady fart. <laughs> Somebody out, some poor bastard, just really is like, I don't know. I think they have them all the time. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm guessing that like for this magic to be successful, though, there definitely this, this definitely has to be a component of it. I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it it certainly has to. I think because also you wouldn't necessarily enter into like the the 
performance, if you will, or like the act. Uh, I think if you were not going to be with somebody that you would be confident in knowing that like the point of this is for both of us to reach like a peak and then to come down together. So I think like, it's just, a, it's an, it's an even agreement all the way around. Sure. And, and that's just part of it. And I don't know what your experience is. I can't speak to it. Okay. Um, with the solo sex magic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will tell uh, mine's sigil-based. Okay. And it's about burning in the symbol, okay. right? So at the moment of climax, you're supposed to be staring at the sigil. Okay. Not really thinking of anything else. Right. Just thinking of what that sigil represents. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, then now it's burned into, now it's burned into your subconscious. Because in that moment of like intensity, mm-hmm. As opposed to using psychedelic drugs or whatever, or intense meditation right. is, is another way some people do it. This is kind of like a life hack. It's like a magic hack almost. Yeah. From uh, from what I've been able to understand from the things I've read. But like you have that moment and then, then you destroy the sigil or you put it away until you've really forgotten what that thing means and then you destroy it. But there is something going on here because in those moments where I've done this, mm-hmm. it's like it's a whole different kind of thing. Right. <laughs> it's uh it's uh i'm like yeah, it's so funny, uh, like, like people couldn't see your face i was like right <laughs> right um, <laughs> correct but yeah there's a whole different kind of um i don't want to i'm not trying to make this thing saucy what we're talking about right <laughs> it's, already it, I, it's already saucy it's already saucy it's now. it's saucy um, all the time but it's like there's an there's a different kind of lustful uh sensation happening right well because mm-hmm. for me it was it, it's its character is different. Well, it's always going to be different because it's something that has, it's an agreement between you and, and a, a thing or an action uh, or, you know, not an expectation, but, you know, like a, an intention. And I think that like, there's so much more that goes, although you can have an intention with another person, I think it changes your perspective because you always have to be thinking outside of yourself during that. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to have like a different, I don't know, deep-seated connection to you because it's only for you. Like, no one's in your brain, so no one can see what it is sure. that you, like... And just to be clear, like, because, you know, I mean, if there's people out there wondering, like, kind of, what does this mean? It's like, think of it this way. This is a really dumb thing I just thought of. <laughs> But it's like, as a man, sometimes you have these sexual urges where you're just like, oh, my God, I want to have sex with this person. Look at them, right? right? Um, Women have it, too. Yeah, and... <laughs> But, like, unfortunately, you know, historically, men have been less great about, you know, the way they deal with it. They just get to talk about it. Yeah. And w- women can talk about it, too. I mean, we, we can do it here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But um, but it's a different thing. That it's not like I'm thinking, okay, let's say I did one for career success. Okay. Or let's say I did something for financial or a financial windfall. Gotcha. Okay. It's not like I'm staring... <laughs> at this sigil of financial that represents financial windfall going god i want to fuck this financial windfall. <laughs> it's a bag of money you know, like, <laughs> like i'm just like it's it's um you know and hopefully you know that's not the way you kind of like you know really view women either as a man right. like i just want to fuck this person yeah you know? like um but like just to be clear that's like i'm not staring at a sigil and being like god i want to fucking come inside <laughs> this bag of money like <laughs> Like, I'm sorry it's so vulgar, but like, it was like, for me, it was like, it's just this different thing. It's like this different excitement. Yeah. And like you said, like coming into an agreement and then like really becoming one with this idea, this desire, because it's true. I mean, there is a, you know, a a very deep um, desire fire 
there. Desire fire. A desire fire. So for me, it's like pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and I know that it is different than just like a regular, if I were to just regularly masturbate, like using my imagination or something. Right. Well, because I think that you're, you've set your intention to have something like, I guess, burned into your subconscious, which is much different than like, I'm uh, just trying to jerk off. Like, you know, I think that your intentions are different. And so if you've set your intention to be like, this is a thing that is important to me that also fills me with like this feeling and excitement that I can also connect like to my body and like to, uh, you know, like my thought process on sex and sexuality and stuff like that. I mean, look how look how deeply rooted like sex is into everything into every aspect of society and religion and how people are made and like, you know, uh, connected to like mental illness and things uh, of all sorts that it really is just a part of who you are as, you know, a flesh sack human being. <laughs> like Yeah, no doubt. And I'm really trying to like deroute these, some of these things. I feel like I need to call my buddy and bring his truck over to pull this stump out of the yard. You know what I mean? And jerk off to that. <laughs> no, no, wait, no. <laughs> Get this tree out of here. Get this shit. No, like, <laughs> Is it the truck or the stump? No, no, no. Like, I think maybe we had a, I think we just had a disconnect there. A little bit. I, I think you knew what I, I was talking about. I knew but, what but you were really, saying. But yeah, can you imagine? There are, I'm sure there are, there are many people There's out there jerking off There's a ton of people. That. <laughs> oh my God, this thing's got such torque, right? <laughs> um, you know, but there is something pretty weird about watching. I've seen it happen. I've seen a truck pull a stump out of a yard before, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I would say so. Um, There's a lot of power behind that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I saw it as a kid, and like, I guess... <laughs> Like, oh, that's, like how deep do those roots go? I've got to, I've got to go. I'm gonna go be by myself. <laughs> I gotta go. I, gotta go uh, uh, I feel weird, ma. What happened? You watch them trucks again? Yeah, yeah, ma. Uh, <laughs> you been drinking too much Mountain Dew. Santa comes tomorrow, so be, Okay, so, so something's wrong here. <laughs> something is very wrong here. Deep rooted is what yes. was what was making me. I understand. Consider that. Yes. Uh, that visual metaphor. Yeah. About the deep-rooted sexual uh, things that we all deal with. But, okay. So. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. So what we have here is you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When we first met, you were into magic, though. Yeah. Already. I think because if you are a person that has any inclination towards it, I mean, like you feel it, you feel it when you're a kid, like you feel it in things that you like find like interesting that are kind of weird, like that other people don't seem to think are like as, you know, I don't, they, it's just outside of their box of like thought is like the, the supernatural. I struggle with this. Like of thinking outside the box or no, of like remembering this. Oh, remembering people have different boxes. Yes. And it, it's, it can be, it can be like a blunt realization from time to time where yeah. I'm just like, Oh, that's right. 
try not to forget yes. that not everybody spends their day trying to prove that Elon Musk is Francis Bacon. <laughs> right? So few people are doing that. So few people. You are I'm, doing the Lord's work. I wonder if there's me and anyone else doing it. I, I guarantee there's at least there's one gotta other person. There's got to be one other person. Please, if you're out there trying to, if you've got anything, <laughs> let's share our files. Anyway, okay. Let, so, let, let Ryan know, please. Please I'm, let me know. Do all the legwork and then I'll, I'll talk about it. I'm first in line <laughs> when he figures it out, so please help. <laughs> so we're going to go do SpaceX and I'm going to find Elon Musk on a day he's there at a mm-hmm. SpaceX tour and I'm going to be like, hey, Francis. And I'll be like, I'm sorry, what'd you call me? And I'll be Franny. like, and he looks up. F Bake. What's up? <laughs> F Bake. <laughs> F Bake. So, um, okay. Let's see. I'm I'm getting all this uh, there's more Mountain Dew. Right? There's no way. <laughs> um, so okay. So I wanted to talk to you um about well, we could, let's finish this thought. First, okay, finish this. Because I kind of derailed it. It's all right. Talking about other people's boxes. Mm-hmm. Um and <laughs> It is. It's like this hard realization for me sometimes to remember mm-hmm. that because it's true. Whether or not like I want to like, whether or not like I want to like, <laughs> like what Ryan? I just keep hearing my mom. Like what Ryan? Like what? Like what? You're closer I need to, to it. To clean than up you. my speech a little bit. Um, then I say um immediately afterwards. Um, yeah. Whether I want to admit it or not, living in the city of Los Angeles gives me a perspective that is different. Yes. than someone I grew up with who still lives in Southern Ohio. That doesn't mean that they're closed-minded. It doesn't mean that they're a bigot. It doesn't mean that they're filled with hate necessarily. It just means they have a different perspective on certain things. I'm, I'm just talking in general here. Right. Um, I'm not talking about anything specific. But we have different life experiences. We have different interactions on a daily basis. Uh, essentially, living out here, we are at one with the world community. Mm-hmm. Of people of all different colors and genders and everything. Yeah, we're in a we're in a box all our own. We're uh, in a box all our own, and New York City has a similar but different box. Chicago, et cetera, et cetera. And it's tough to remember that sometimes because this is just the way the world works, mm-hmm. where everybody understands that undocumented workers are like the backbone of the city. Yeah, and all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that they're right there too. Yeah, Mexico was right there. They're right there. This is this is this is they owned this. They're our next door neighbor. This was theirs. We took it from them. Yeah. So this this is theirs. (laughs) So understanding that these different boxes don't line up. That's my challenge. Yes. How do we merge our boxes delicately? Yes. Delicately. Delicately. I think that a lot of people also. You know, you have to remember that not everyone was brought up the same, even in the same community. (laughs) I wish people could have watched you just a sneaky look over you. I'm going to fill my cup up with Mountain Dew before they notice. (laughs) I hope she's not looking. (laughs) uh, I think like even people, you know, people that you lived and grew up with and like had similar upbringings, lived on the same street, still don't have the same perspectives that you do on certain things. Like I just know that not everybody, uh, you know, not everybody thought that like Lord of the Rings was the freaking shit when I was like, <laughs> like I was like, guys, this is very cool. You know, like, and obviously I got older and found the other kids who felt the same way. You know, like you meet up as adults and they're like, I was the weird kid. And I was like, dang, I wish we could have gone to school and like spent time together. But then you, it's nice to find them all as like an adult. And I think that that's what's like really helpful is like, yeah, I always had the interest in it. No, did I have a friend that was like, hey, if you pick a hand, I got a crystal 
asshole in this one, which was you. And so I was like, oh my God, cool. Like it was just nice to have other people completely outside of what I knew or like who I would typically just be around like throughout my life that like thought something was interesting that I was like, oh my gosh, you too. Like I just even didn't even really think to ask, you know? So I think that's the thing too, is that other people don't have the same exposure. They don't always, not everybody has a Ryan that gets to like let them in a bar, pick a hand and like get a fun little fancy rock that has some sort of like meaning to it. So I don't know. I think that that kind of helped push it in the right direction. I hope, I hope, I hope oh, everybody gets a Ryan. So they like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I hope everybody gets a piece of this right here. <laughs> I hope I can give a, I do hope I can give a stone to every person at yeah. some point. But we have to, like, I do think about that too. Um, I mean, I do jokes about magic. All the time. And it's fun going around the country mentioning magic. How how are they, how are they in the, uh, on your so- tour? More and more people, well, depending on the demographic of the crowd, for sure. Like on this last tour with Austin Lucas, Mm -hmm. who, by the way, is amazing. I watched his set every single night we did the show together. 18 nights in a row, I watched him do an hour of his music. I mean, obviously, there were different songs on different nights, maybe. But I never got tired of hearing his music. That's awesome. So people need it. And anyone who came out to see me specifically... Ended up loving him so much. Aww. So, like, if you're listening to this and you haven't had a chance to listen to his music, you should definitely check it out. He's everywhere. Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. You should buy his albums. Um, do it. Anyway, because we're going to do it again. Oh, when? We're going we're gonna, to... We're thinking spring of next year doing a West Coast tour. Nice. Yeah, and I was like... Yeah, and we're thinking of expanding as well after that, maybe before or maybe for it, maybe with a couple other acts, mm-hmm. doing an, another musician, another comedian. That sounds awesome. And turning it into a thing. Uh, We'll see. I mean, the tour was successful to a degree where we didn't know each other that well. Yeah. And then we got into a van, with a minivan with each other for like three weeks. Yeah. And we didn't have one disagreement. Aw. I'm pretty easy to get along with. I think he is too, so. I would say so. But for the most part, um, if the crowd was like a music crowd, like in a punk venue or something, Mm -hmm. everybody in the room knew what magic was. Yeah. When I mentioned it. Um, and they and they really, they understood. Um, and then even in comedy shows, if they were there to see me, if they knew they were seeing me, if they came on purpose, they knew what magic was too. Yes, of course. So, uh, <laughs> but sometimes on crowds that aren't, that are just kind of comedy crowds that don't know me, it is fun to watch the reaction when I bring up chaos magic. What's the general reaction? Is it a loud general, gasp? Usually I say I'm into magic. Well, let me clarify. I should clarify. I'm into chaos magic. And some of you are thinking, and then I do this act out where, I, where I'm just like jerking like an imaginary card around the stage like real quick. Like, like uh, do you mean like this? Like, like is this, this? your card? Is this yeah. Card? And I'm like shaking a card around. And I'm like, no, that's magic done chaotically. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about jerking off on a candle in the woods by yourself to get what you want. Nice. And that usually gets a laugh. And then people get it. Like, most people get it. I think nowadays, like I think 10 years ago, that joke would have been much more difficult to pull off. Totally. But now I feel like, especially the last couple of years, because I've been doing that joke. It's not like that's a new joke. I've been doing that joke for two years probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's gotten better, I think, over the two years. But now the reaction is much easier. Or, or there's much more 
uh, of a it's a higher percentage of the audience that understands and really gets it. I think more people are just grasping for anything that will make them feel any amount of joy or shred of <laughs> happiness at all. Well, and we all like, need something. Right. And I mean, it, and there's no shame in that. No. And there's no shame in understanding that a disconnect from our intuition and from our mystical supernatural side is a real disservice to our overall well-being. Uh-huh. And we've really went hard into science lately. Yeah. We really, we leaned into it real hard. You know what I mean? And like we've, we've done ourselves a disservice maybe. And this isn't me saying like global warming's fake, but Bigfoot's real. Like I'm tired of people thinking that if you believe in Bigfoot that you don't think global warming's real. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, you know what like, I mean? Come on. It's, eh. there's, I was like, those things are two completely separate things. Exactly. And I don't know how many people are actually out there doing that and like but they think it's a war on science right and so they throw all that stuff into the mix yeah but on the side of bad science is almost a war uh not a war but a, a, a disagreement with odds because i'm like we don't know everything that's out there they're discovering new species new things all of the time like there's just no way for us to have all of the information so how wh- how and why couldn't there be a bigfoot a loch ness like exactly and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep trying right that's not to say well we'll never know anything so why bother no well we'll never know everything i should say so you why can't, bother? you can't that's, disprove it yeah i'll never write the perfect joke that doesn't mean i'm gonna stop trying no you should keep going. I'm never going to make the perfect egg knock. <laughs> I'm never going to make the perfect booze knock. But I'm going to keep trying. To this. <laughs> I'm never going to get Santa down. <laughs> never. So when it comes to your... Watch this pro move. So when it comes to your use of magic and diving deeper into the world of gemstones and I guess maybe expanding into all in, into other things as well what do you think like the effect it's had on your life recently like in the last year and a half since we've met have you like leaned on it more or i'm just trying to get a general idea i would say that through the course um of this past year and a half um i've made a lot of changes and i have made a lot of adjustments and a lot of realizations and i would say that for both the good and bad this has been a at least uh if not always at the forefront but an underlying thought um and kind of constant at all times and uh at the at its very least it has been something that has brought me like the tiniest amount of joy to like reach into my fanny pack and be like i've got this obsidian sphere i'm just gonna hmm." i mean i should take a photo of this and upload it because this obsidian sphere is legit it's Uh, like what was what i call lay jet I yeah and like and it's brought other people joy when I've been able to just like let them like okay like think about it just sit there like you know so at the very least like I said it is a small thing that has made me very happy so I think that through the courses of all these really immense like upheavals and realizations and trying to like figure out who I am as a person it has helped to be a constant um, even when it's changing the like giving away of crystals the receiving of them the finding them in certain places the the uh like the fresh cut if you will you know ones i overall it's just been like an incredibly rewarding experience even though it seems silly to people which is why i'm always like oh me and my fancy rocks just don't mind us like i just love the idea of being silly to people yeah i mean i mean some people i guess they have anxiety about it i i enjoy it 
I'm going to be this 78-year-old. I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be this like 140-year-old dude. Yeah, you're like, let me back it up. After I decalcify. Once I decalcify this ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am going to be this 140-year-old dude walking around with like so many stones on. Yeah. People are going to be like, how is that old man able to stand up straight? He's got so many stones on. And I'll be like, it's the stones. Like, if you take the stones off me, I'm not going to do spoilers. I was getting ready to talk about something else from a TV, very popular TV show, but I'm not going to talk about it because it's a spoiler. But uh, anyway, these stones, the st- oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't. Like, like, if I ever need a hip replacement, which, fingers crossed, I won't. You won't. Um, I'm going to tell him, put rose quartz in there. Yeah, just like, <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be crazy. <laughs> I got a rose quartz hip. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be amazing, so cool, right? That'd be really, dude. You know, dude. What? There's these necklaces, and it's um, amethyst. Uh huh. And the way they tumble these things, there's a place called the Liberate Emporium. Okay. It's on uh, Hillhurst okay. in Los Feliz. Gotcha. Here in Los Angeles, if if you live in the Los Angeles area and you've never been to the Liberate Emporium. Oh my goodness. It's not a big shop. It's not like the Psychic Guy bookstore. But it's small, but it is mighty as hell, right? Ooh. They've also got a location in Hollywood. I've never been there yet, but but I certainly will. Okay. I will. I no. go, go. <laughs> anyway, I'm plugging these people not for any reason other than they followed me on Instagram. And oh. it, it like tickled me. Um, probably because I was just posting about them constantly. I just love them. So... Um, I sound like a real douchebag when I say they followed me on Instagram. Oh, really, Ryan? A business followed you on Instagram, and now you feel cool. It's real. It's it's real. <laughs> it's real. It matters. So, there's this guy. Oh gosh, is his name Paul? Shoot, I wish I could remember his name. I think it's Paul. Um, anyway, I met him at a comedy show that Karen Rontalski, and okay. he works out of there in one of the back rooms and does like readings and stuff. You should Ooh. go see him. Um, anyway. They've got these turquoise necklaces there that have a bunch of t- or uh, amethyst, amethyst, a bunch of pieces of amethyst in those like almost like starfish shape, but they're not starfish. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's like seventy five little bits on like a strand. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And it feels like when you're holding it, it feels like water. It feels like water. It's so weird. That's what I'm saying. So this is why I'm like losing my mind about it. it Dude, because I was just in this store with my friend Sharia when she was visiting from. She's so great. Did you see her Halloween Canada. costume? My no, goodness. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. What was it? She was Mrs. Bateman. So she was all like super bloody. Like oh okay, just... Mrs. Bateman from. Uh, from a uh, um. Why am I blanking on this? I know. Now I'm like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, 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 like uh, she was like Lady American Psycho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll have to go down on Instagram and check that out. I was like, ah, it was so great. So we're in there looking at rocks. Mm-hmm. And I just can't stop touching these amethyst, Stones, man. <laughs> like these amethyst necklaces. They feel like water in your hands. Like, okay. Or they feel like they're wet. They feel like they're soaking wet and spongy and cold and soft. Really? And it's so weird. Are they big? I want to go back there right now and just... Let's <laughs> go. just leave. No, they're the si- not even the size of a dime, each piece. Individual pieces, tinier than the size of a dime and, on, this, on the strands. And they're really tightly packed. Um, um, it, they almost look like a gemstone shish kebab, <laughs> you know, like those. Yeah. And it's like so... It's the way they're tumbled, maybe. I Because none of the other necklaces were like this. Weird. I think... It, I think I, I, why did I not walk out of there with one of those self-control i feel like it was talking to me 
It maybe it wants you to come back to the store. I got to go back. I'm going to go back there tomorrow. You should. I'm going to go to the doctor, get my blood results. They're going to give me my my copy of it. As I called him today and I was like, can you email me the lab results just so I have them? Am and I going like, to die? And they're like, we can fax them to you. And I was like, how? I was like, am I going to the oldest doctor's office? <laughs> 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 we'll send a carrier pigeon. Like, yeah. where, where? Like, do they? Luckily, assume- I can walk to the doctor from here. Oh, that's good. I was like, did they assume you had a fax machine at home? They did. She yeah. asked me multiple times when I told her no. She's like, well, I can fax them. I was like, oh, no, no. can you email? Well, I can fax them. I'm like, can you mail them? No, I can fax them. And I was like, I don't have. Does not compute. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Um, you got to go get those stones. These ideas uh, of whether they're encouraging or comforting or um, protective or transitional. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the power of stones, I'm into them. Yeah. Like you are. I wonder why, and I don't I don't want to focus on that. I was going to ask a question like, well, I wonder why people poo-poo this stuff. I don't want to focus on that. I don't want to focus on the negative aspects of other people who, because I'm making these people up and what they're, and the negative things they're saying. Yeah. And that's just an exercise in futility. Like, why would I do that? Yeah. Um, let's focus on the positive aspects here when it comes to like the trajectory you're on with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Where is it going? Um, I think it's going pretty good. Uh, I, I think that like what, uh, I don't, man, why do I want to put this? Um, in the way in which like it has put me, I think in a place where like I can give myself a lot more focus in things that are specific because I'm a terrible person with meditation. So if you think that you like want to get into this kind of stuff and you have to sit and meditate and light candles and be quiet, like I am not that kind of person. Uh, I can't do it. Like I think it comes from years of being forced to pray, like makes me just like not want to like sit still and try to focus on like something uh, that seems like I don't care about it. That's just kind of an overarching, like think about this and your life will be good. Like this helps me set specific intentions to want to have to get something done. And I'm going to follow all the steps to do it, whether it's for like financial gain or for friends or for just like clarity and like decision-making and stuff like that. It just helps me actually set, uh, you know, a course for something that's going to benefit me either in the long term or even just right then. Like I'm going to get all my stuff done today. Um, and maybe I'm not always focusing on like, which rock am I going to pull out of my drawer and like figure out which one is going to, it's just kind of like something that I know was always there and around. Um, and for a person who can't meditate, can't focus, like can't make to-do lists and check them off. Or it's like, currently, currently, feels like they're unable to. Yes. Let's change it to that. Yeah, I think that's true. I'm totally manifesting you as a meditator here. I can I can do it one day. I, I've, got, <laughs> I've got time, maybe. I don't know how much time any of us have at this point. Oh, oh linear time. <laughs> time is but a loop, my Next friend. week on Linear Time. <laughs> we talk about last week. <laughs> now. No. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're going to keep it going Monday, Tuesday, all the days of the week. Last week, Santa was stuck in a chimney. <laughs> you gotta pull that stump out man you gotta get it you gotta out gotta pull that stump <laughs> gotta get gotta like, rip it and rip it man so i think that this has just helped me and i and i think in the future will help me as well continually set intentions so if you're you gotta i don't know you gotta have something to focus on god i want to take all of my rocks to the top of a mountain tomorrow yes 
and just like sing to them. Aww. I'm so jacked up on dew. <laughs> We've uh, how much Mountain is left? Dew. How much is left of this two liter? Oh, there's still a a third. Yeah, but that's still a lot. If neither it's one too of much. If it's a lot of sugs. <laughs> If not, if not, neither one of us have drank Mountain Dew in so long. That's a that's a shit well, It's been Mountain like Dew. five days for me. Um, you know, on the road, you gotta do whatever to stay awake while driving. Are you drinking Code Red? No, I did not drink a Code Red. Actually, Good. it's a little more sugar in the Code Red. Actually, gross. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Something's better if it's like spit green. I don't know. Ugh. It's such a hillbilly thing. Mm. I mean, I used to drink this stuff in the morning. It used what? to be my coffee. This it used to be my coffee. <laughs> when was like, this? Um, before I started dating Erica. Oh, okay. Who you know? Yeah. Um, everybody on, if you listen to this, you know her as well. But like, we were dating when I was twenty nine. Started dating when I was twenty nine. Aww. And I was doing it up in the morning. <laughs> I was doing it. I was doing it well. Well, let's be honest. Afternoon. <laughs> At twelve thirty. Well, I. I would work like lunch shifts at the restaurant. I'd have to be there by 10.30. So I would usually be up by 9.15-ish. But um, I'd drink some dew. She was a coffee drinker daily, every mm-hmm. day, bam, bam. Then we moved in together and it was lights out. It was just coffee situations every day. Well, Drip, okay. drip. Drip, drip. <laughs> okay, so you you had Mountain Dew and she had coffee. Where I made changes. You made you know, changes? She you said grew. that I never changed for her. <laughs> I'm actually, I gave up dew for her. Wow. And started, and they got highly addicted to coffee for her. <laughs> and if, if that's not love, I don't know what is, what is love? What is love? What is, what is love? Like, it's again, just a, a weird chemical that you become addicted to for reasons you're not sure of. Other than the addictive quality. Exactly. Um, well, we, when, okay, so at 29, where, where was, where were crystals and fancy rocks for nowhere. Ryan? Nowhere? Uh-uh. So when did this come about for you, you? At 29, I was shifting. I At 29, 30, I just started shifting into a positive person Oh, to a certain degree. Okay. That's when I started to realize that I was funnier if I was happier. Oh, that's really cute. And it was a very unpopular opinion in comedy. I Yeah, the self-deprecation thing, I think. Is- well, the idea too that like, and you still hear comedians saying it to this day, but like you can't be funny if you're happy. Who wants to, who, what audience wants to hear a guy up on stage who's happy about his life? Like, where's the funny in that, right? So I've been, I've st- I started fighting against that 10 years ago. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's been over a decade now. And I think I do that, but um, more comedians are doing it. No, yeah, I'm not the first guy to say, "Hey, be happy," you know. Yeah. Um, but I will say that, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I will say that for me, it's it's better. Yeah. Um, because I, I was the guy who's like, I got to be miserable. I got to be alone. I have to be a country song if I'm ever going to be happy. <laughs> I'll, I'll be dead by fifty. Um, in a hotel somewhere on the road, but I will be remembered as this guy. He could have, oh, knows what else he would have done. <laughs> I could not imagine that version of you. It's like, did you hear they found Singer in a Best Western? And he had a, they say like, they didn't realize it until 
later, but he had written the best joke ever. The like, best joke. On the box spring underneath the mattress where they found him and a bunch of drugs and bourbon. And it wasn't later until they were tearing down the hotel room because no one could ever stay in there again because the legendary Ryan Singer had died in there. They found this joke, and this is the joke. This it, is so it. So it's like an iconic poster now. It's just a picture of the bed frame that has like a joke I wrote like on in like whether it was maybe it was written in my blood uh, <laughs> just uh, so much empty mountain probably Dew. written in the resin of a pipe you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like, uh, just mountain dew bottles and <laughs> uh cigarette ashes um and that would be my iconic like thing where uh kids would have a poster of a joke that was just probably something stupid like about my dick yeah <laughs> It's like a, it's like uh, wearing like a band T-shirt because it's like ironic, and you're like, yeah, no, it's like cool. Like they yeah. just have it. They just have the poster of your well-written joke on a gross little box spring. No, not the life for you. No. So now, um, actually, uh, if anyone were to find me dead, I will say you should flip over my mattress. <laughs> there is there is a lot written on it. There's a, there's a lot That's going on true. under there. Um, <laughs> No, I think, uh, oh gosh, yeah. So I started, I flipped into like heading more positive. We broke up. I had a dip back into the darkness. And then I started going super positive after that. Because then I read um, New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Okay. And then I read that at the same time I read The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which is an amazing book about like motivating and truly deciding what you want to do with your life and like being honest with yourself. And so I did that. And then it started really transitioning for me, like super positive. I always liked collecting things like baseball cards when I was a kid. Yeah. I was always into rocks. Um, I really loved rocks, like that pet rock thing. Yeah. Like I would always just kind of collect rocks here and there. You know what I mean? Did you give them names? Um, no, I didn't really name things. Like when I was a kid, I was worried about the whole naming of things, like ownership over it. Oh, yeah. I was very woke as a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now flash forward to now, everything in this apartment has a name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's labeled everywhere yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, that, I, I was kidding about the not naming things. But like, no, I just, I don't think I named things. I didn't like naming things. But I was like, I would name things what they were like. If I had a rock, I'd be like, your name is Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and you know? you're Rock, too. Because I had a stuffed giraffe. His name was Giraffe. Um, that's exactly... My brother, We had a he had a box turtle named Box. He had a fish named Human. <laughs> I was drinking dew. I didn't want to spit it. But like, that's a great name. Yeah. I was like, wow. That... Did you feed Human today? <laughs> Poor human. Flush human down the toilet. He, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. No, all of a all of our fish accidentally got boiled in our tank oh one my time. God. Something something happened where it. This is a horrible thing that happened. It the something malfunctioned in like what keeps like the temperature like correct in like uh, a so tank. So it went haywire. It went haywire. It boiled the water. So we all were like watching TV and turned around and we we're like, oh my god! <laughs> like so. All these poor fish were just so dead, cooked in their own soup. It she was, said laughing. It was with a huge like, smile on her face. It's like the saddest, like weirdest thing that I've ever seen. But it was also funny just because of the reaction. We there wasn't anything we could do. Like we tried, we tried to save some. Some of them made it poor out. Poor fish. Yeah, poor fish. I just imagine Sam Elliott there. <laughs> He just hey, fish never saw a better day. <laughs> never knew it coming. Being freed from their <laughs> aquarium captivity. I'll take a sarsaparilla. 
Okay. Um, oh, wow. This is... Okay. This is like almost an hour and 10 minutes already. Uh, and we, we've talked about so many things. We've, we've talked about so many things. I think we kind of got into like the general thread of what I was wanting to cover with you about like your progress and, uh, or not progress, like you've been, we've been watching you. You've been doing well, kid. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm... Um, by the way, no one's contacted me from any kind of secret groups or things like that to, uh, you know, uh, join, join up, them, join up or anything in case people were wondering. Um, I do know that every once in a while I receive, um, data transmissions in my dreams and I wake up and my walls are covered in zeros and ones but I don't think that has anything to do with it ah uh, that's on them trying <laughs> <laughs> but that just could be me no I think someone did ask me on the road um, if I like ever have been contacted by uh, anybody or anything like the government or something like that yeah right? and that's never happened and if it did happen I probably wouldn't be able to keep it to myself Right. I don't think you'd have to tell somebody, I've, you know, like, uh, although I have been told that my inability to or not my inability. Let me let me phrase it this way. I've been I've had some conversations with people and they seem to think that my stance on disclosure and how disclosure is my number one thing. Mm-hmm. Everything should always be disclosed at all times. Now, granted, that's just kind of how I live my life, but that needs to be pulled back a little bit in my personal life, maybe. But like that will keep me from being able to join certain groups, if yeah. I wanted, if I wanted to. They gotta know you're gonna you're gonna be hush hush about it. They can't but let you know what. Like I don't think I don't think this information should be privy. No. So I am going to dedicate the rest of my life to exposing all this information for everyone. So come and stop me, I dare you. <laughs> oh wait, not, this is this joke just got real. <laughs> They just rescinded all invitations they had lined if up I for do, you. And I'm never going to go missing. But if I do go missing, just go to Lake Arrowhead. I'm probably up there like selling fruit. Yeah, just fruit. I probably got a round. huge beard. I'm wearing chaps. <laughs> that's selling the, fruit. Like, oh, that's uh, old chappy chap selling, <laughs> selling apricots. So far from your motel death. <laughs> right? So far. I just like, I'm just in Lake Arrowhead with a huge beard. Like, uh, with uh, what are those uh, crocheted uh, poems? Oh, poems! Like little poems on the circles <laughs> that I sewed in, or is it cro- uh, crochet, or is it just sewing in the words? Do you know those things? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to like it'll just embroidery. Be like, it'll just all be like roses are red, violets are blue. Uh, that's Today it. is beautiful, and so are you. Like that's those are the things. Ten dollars. So pleasant. $10. So pleasant. <laughs> Sorry, there's blueberry stains on there. I couldn't <laughs> stop eating them. You are your own That's grandfather. I, I sound like that now for <laughs> yeah. some reason. Okay. This is, are we plugging anything? Are we plugging like roller derby or anything? If people want to come see some uh, people should r- always want to derby? Com- people should always come see some derby. But yes, you should. You should uh, if you want to support uh, really cool, badass ladies doing a really cool, badass thing uh, in this kind of uncool, not so badass world that we are currently existing in, um, I I'm not sure exactly when the next bouts are coming up, but like uh, you can go. I love that they're called bouts. Bouts, they're bouts. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like just it's it, a- Derby is really fun to go see. The last time I went and saw him was on Father's Day a few years ago, and they did a thing where like all the fathers, please stand up for some applause. And I was like, you know what? When am I ever going to get this? Oh, so I stood up. Oh, yes, you should have. I stood up and waved to everybody yeah. like I was a dad. <laughs> and they were it like, was, yeah, it was really fun. Oh well, I felt I really felt the love. You you should have. I'm sure everyone loved you. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's like, that's a dad. That's a dad over there. That's a dad if I've ever seen one. All these guys are dads. <laughs> All of them. Everyone. They're like, Dad? So you should definitely go see some Derby. Go yeah. see some bouts. Um, derby dolls. Derby dolls. Woo. The LA Derby dolls. And that is like a, a fun thing to go do. And that's a thing, though. Like, this speaks to something bigger. I really want to make a, a statement here. It does. It does. <laughs> like, there is people, people who are doing great stuff don't advertise it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so... The news doesn't care about like all the people doing really cool, wonderful things. Right. And um, and there's all kinds of really great communities and fun things to go do where people actually are having fun and caring for each other, also creating community in a productive way. Absolutely. And you just have to know how to find them. Yeah. And you have to look for them because they're not the ones doing marches in Charlottesville and like advertising and all this other crazy shit. Right. Um, so when you think that um, that there's never going to be a good day ever again, just Google your city yeah. and derby, roller derby. Yeah, go see some roller derby. you'll have one hell of a Saturday afternoon. Because what, what, when do you normally do the bouts? Usually uh, weekends, right? Or yeah, day at night? It's kind of, it's sporadic right now. So like it, it really just kind of depends. But I think you just have to set your intention to seek that kind of experience out because it it's easy to find. All you have to do is just think like, would I like to yell and scream and shout with like no judgment and like watch some like really cool, like the greatest athletes I've ever witnessed of any sport of any kind, man, woman or otherwise. Like it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. And people, even if you don't know anything about it, it's still really fun to watch and when they like a boomerang each other oh yeah you gotta gotta just yeah and it hurts it's it's intense it's not easy and it's actually a much more difficult mental game than it is physical if you can believe it we're gonna have to break down the mental aspects of derby here oh gotcha (laughs) okay thank you i almost called you kate you thank you okay kate macias that's me ladies and gentlemen Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do another open mind line since I'm in town for a month and a half. Oh, yeah. You're not so busy bopping around. I'm never going to leave this couch <laughs> for a month. You shouldn't. I was actually on Craigslist just looking at jobs today. Like, do I want to get a job if I'm going to be here for a month and a half other than like all the work I do at home um, and just make some money? You could. There's a lot like of some weird. extra money. There's couch jobs. So I was looking at pet sitting. Oh, that would be a good job for dogs, you. So I could have a different dog every day. That'd be amazing. That's a great job for you. Just go over to people's houses and act like I live there. Just take their dog. You'd be like, hey, I know your name is Samson, but I'm going to call you Birdie. <laughs> Just, they're like, what? Like, There's a, okay, I'll tell you this other joke off here because it's, it's not, I can't. All right, let's. Like, it's a really edgy pet joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if it's any grosser than what we've already talked about. Okay. Kate, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. We're going to eat some more pizza. Yes. Thank you for listening to another experience of me and Paranormal You. That was my buddy, Kate Macias. Mm-hmm. Kate Macias. Kate, Kate, you must see us. Us. Yeah. 
uh, well, you doing uh, Derby. Yes. Um, if you live in the Los Angeles area, you should go check that out. I'm going to see about. I'll this let you month. know. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be about this month. Um, yeah, because the because the team skaters will have them, so I can even go with you and explain it. Oh shit! I've seen. I mean, I've been to Derby a handful of times. I, mean, oh. I kind of know the rules to a little. I need a refresher course. Yeah, probably. But oh, dude, I got you. <sighs> I got the inside. Some of the scoop. coolest women I've ever met in my entire life were Derby gals. All of them are. They're all very, very cool. But way, even whatever you think they are, and like the way that they're cool, they're that and and, and ten more. times the amount. Yeah, and then more. Yep. Um. Thank you for listening. I. I what was I going to tell you? Oh, schnip. I'm in the city of Los Angeles. Every Monday night, I now co-host Fringe Comedy at the Public House, which is on Vermont in Los Feliz. Oh, excuse me. I got the burpees. <laughs> um, we are every Monday night at 10-ish. Uh, we say 10 o'clock, but we usually start by 10.15. Free cheese pizza. And we give away some beers at the very beginning of the show. Got to be there. Uh, a fun, fun show. Best comedians in Los Angeles always doing it. It's a short show. I mean, what if I told you that I could give you a free ticket to a chairlift to the top of Money Mountain Whoa! with this new idea that I've got? Okay, that's actually a different thing. I'm actually talking about my comedy show right now. So... <laughs> We're like an hour and five to ten minutes at the most is the length of this show. Okay. Um, it's great. It's uh, in Los Angeles notoriously has long comedy shows. Too long. Too long. I mean, gosh. I mean, how long? Too long. That's right. And so <laughs> I feel like we're doing morning radio. All yeah, we are. So this show, I guarantee you're going to be out of there by 1145. You're going to have some laughs. Um it's great comics on there. Uh, Lisa Best is the co-host. Lisa Best is the best. Uh, one of my BFFs. Uh, she is wonderful. And she's going to be a comedy superstar. I mean, like, you know, an old ride dog hoping she, you know, carries her on her coattails as she goes to the next level. So, you know, come watch me live off of Lisa Best uh, every Monday. So you can do that. Um, ooh, Underbelly, my monthly show. Um, I'm excited to make announcement about that soon about what's going on with that show so uh more okay me and paranormal you.com ryan singer comedy.com 818-839-0593 that's the line line rising on instagram rising on twitter <laughs> 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 uh, and then uh i don't even know if anybody's listening anymore thank you to the patrons oh my god thank you to all the new people who have been joining in guess what exciting news starting monday or this monday afternoon uh, three days from now, I will be finalizing the notebook book. I, we're actually finalizing it. So, um, And then once I get the rough drafts, if everything looks good, I'm sending them out to the, everybody who's at a $10 or higher gets a free copy of Ryan Singer's notebook, an, inside, an intimate look inside a com, uh, stand-up comedian's most intimate thoughts. It, uh, uh, I should know the name of my own book. Golly. Anyway, that's going to be going out real soon. I've got a new t-shirt design. I'm very excited to show it to you once it's done. I think you're going to like it. Tentatively called Mount Hushmore. Can you figure out what that is? I, I bet you probably could. So, okay, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'll see you sooner um, in real life at uh, my show on Monday nights here in Los Angeles, or I'll see you at the watering hole on the astral plane. I'm still sucking this chimney out here. <laughs> Santa! Santa!